Hi, this is Pastor Tom Barthel. We'll begin our Monday Thursday service. If you'd like to follow along with this service and download the service folder, go to rockofages-payson.com. This is from Monday Thursday, April 9th, 2020. If you've downloaded the service folder, you can join in the responses and in the hymns. The parts where you're invited to join are in boldface. We'll sing the hymn, What Wondrous Love Is This? This hymn is led by Branches Band, and also sung by the children at Rock of Ages. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins to God our Father, asking Him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Holy and merciful Father, I confess that I am by nature sinful, and that I have disobeyed you in my thoughts, words, and actions. I have done what is evil, and failed to do what is good. For this I deserve your punishment, both now and in eternity. 
but I am truly sorry for my sins. And trusting in my Savior, Jesus Christ, I pray, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. God, our Heavenly Father, has been merciful to us and has given His only Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Therefore, as a called servant of Christ, and by His authority, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ has forgiven us and reconciled us to God, and He has promised us the power to forgive and love each other. Relying on His promise, therefore, be reconciled with one another, and extend to each other the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace be with you. In this Lenten season, we have heard again how our Lord walked the path of suffering, which led Him to the cross for our salvation. We have also heard of our Lord's call to intensify our struggle against sin, death, and the devil, all that keeps us from loving God and one another. This is the struggle to which we were committed at baptism. God's forgiveness and the power of His Spirit to mend our lives continue with us because of His love for us and Jesus our Savior. Within the family of the church, God never wearies of giving peace and new life. We pray. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe. You have poured out upon us your never-ending love by giving us your Son, Jesus Christ, who was forsaken for us. Give us grace to know nothing except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Strengthen the ministry of your church to bring Jesus' love to all those for whom he suffered. For he lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first reading from Exodus chapter 12. The Lord told Moses and Aaron this in the land of Egypt. This month is to be the beginning of your calendar. It is to be the first month of the year for you. Tell the entire Israelite community that on the tenth day of this month they are to take a lamb or a goat, a young goat, for themselves according to their father's households, one lamb per household. But if the household is too small for a whole lamb, then that person and his neighbor next door to him must select one based on the number of people. Determine what size lamb is needed according to how much each person will eat. Your lamb must be unblemished, a year old male. You may take it from the sheep or the goats. You are to keep it until the fourteenth day of this month. Then the whole assembly of the Israelite community is to slaughter the lambs at sunset. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses where they eat the lamb. That night they shall eat the meat that was roasted over a fire along with unleavened bread. They shall eat it with bitter herbs. Do not eat it raw or boiled in water, but roasted over a fire with its head, its legs, and its internal organs. You shall not leave any of it until the morning. Whatever remains until the morning, you shall burn in the fire. This is how you are to eat it, with your cloak tucked into your belt, ready for travel, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For on that night I will pass through the land of Egypt. I will strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both people and animals. Against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. 
The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. There will be no plague among you to destroy you when I strike down the land of Egypt. This day shall be a memorial for you. You are to celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. Throughout your generations, you must celebrate it as a permanent regulation. This is God's Word. Our psalm for today is Psalm 16. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. I love the Lord because he hears my voice. He hears my cry for mercy. Because he turned his ears to me, I will call to him all my days. The ropes of death entangled me. The walls of grave hemmed me. I found distress and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Ah, Lord, please save my life. The Lord is gracious and righteous, and our God is compassionate. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. The Lord protects the inexperienced. In my weakness, he saves me too. Return my soul to your rest, for the Lord has accomplished his purpose for you, so that I may walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. To you I will sacrifice a thank offering, and I will call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord. Here in the presence of all his people, in the courtyards of the house of the Lord, in the middle of Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. Our second reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, The Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the meal, he also took the cup, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, You proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the Lord's body and blood. Instead, let a person examine himself, and after doing so, let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Next we'll join in a hymn, Go to Darkest Enemy, led by Chris Dreisbach. Gethsemane All who feel the tempter's power Your Redeemer's conflict see Watch with Him one bitter hour Turn not from His griefs away Christ to pray. Father, 
judgment hall You, the Lord of life, arraigned Oh, the wormwood and the gall Oh, the pangs his soul sustained Shun not suffering pain nor loss Learn from Him to bear the cross Calvary's mournful reading from Matthew 26, starting at verse 36. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. He told his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went a little further, fell on his face and prayed, He said, My father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. He came to the disciples and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, So were you not able to stay awake with me for one hour? Watch and pray, so that you do not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to pass from me unless I drink it, may your will be done. Again he returned and found them sleeping, because their eyes were heavy. He left them again, went away, and prayed a third time. He said the same words as before. Then he returned to his disciples, and he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour is near, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise. Let us go. Look, my betrayer is near. Can you picture the scene? There's Jesus. It's evening. They've finished the meal, and now they've made it to the place called Gethsemane. 
Jesus often went there to pray with his disciples. Did they know that this night was going to be so different from any other? Judas did. Jesus took James, John, and Peter, and he brought them with him a little bit distance further from the rest. He wanted their company. He said, sit here while I go over there and pray. And then, can you picture this? Jesus, the one who did miracles, the one who calmed the storm and slept in the storm, the one who rebuked demons and raised the dead, Jesus, it says, began to be sorrowful and distressed. According to his human nature, Jesus was filled with sorrow. And can you imagine the Son of God facing distress? And so what's he do? He speaks to his companions. My soul is very sorrowful, even to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He's only asking them to just be with him, to stay with him for a while and keep watch. So he's not alone. Jesus goes on a little further because he has a prayer. He's going to cry out with agony to the Father. It says, he fell on his face and prayed. Now can you picture it? It's not just the Son of God who calmed the storm and the very one who created all things and made man from the dust. His face is in the dust. And he prays, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. This is not some empty plea. This is the Son of God asking the Father, if it's possible for this cup, which he knows is coming, to not fall on him, let it be, let it pass. But here we find the heart of God, not as I will, but as you will. Obedience to the plan of salvation, love for the people he came for. He went back to his disciples and found them sleeping. So, were you not able to stay awake with me for one hour? Watch and pray so that you do not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Jesus knows they have the Holy Spirit. Jesus knows they want to stay awake with him. But Matthew records for us, they were sleepy because their eyes were heavy. Jesus prayed a second time, My Father, if it's not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. Can you see him now? Father, if it's possible. What father would allow his child to face such agony? What child would be willing to go forward and face such agony? You don't find that in human relationships. But here you find God the Father, willing and able to carry out the plan that is set, sending his Son to die for our sake. And there you find the Son of God, willing and ready May your will be done, Father, to carry out that plan. Meanwhile, he returns again and finds the disciples sleeping because their eyes were heavy. This time it doesn't even note how he woke them or anything. He left them again, went away. Now he's alone. Now you can imagine that sorrow and agony. He knows he must face this alone. He returned to his prayer and then to his disciples. Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour is near, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. If he had prayed, Father, if it's possible, 
and he wanted to get out of the suffering, you'd expect him to leave. You'd expect him to maybe run, or just finish his mission by abandoning everything and returning back to the Father in glory. But instead, he has lifted up his face from the dirt. He has turned to his disciples. He is resolute. Rise, he says. Let us go. Look, my betrayer is near. See the strong contrast between the willingness of the Son to drink that cup of suffering. How much suffering are you willing to take? Certainly when it comes to any discomfort, we recognize that we are like those disciples, drifting off into sleep, even as the most monumentous moment in history is taking place, the disciples are sleepy. They've had enough. Even when their friend, their dearest earthly friend, says, I'm sorrowful, even to the point of death, stay with me, they can't manage to stay awake. Isn't it the same with us? We focus on our own comforts. We would not pray, Father, if it's possible, but not your will be done. We'd rather pray, Father, take away all pain, take away all suffering, or I can't handle it. But Jesus is not us. He is the perfect and holy Son of God, ready to carry out that plan of rescue, to carry it out for you. He's willing to drink our cup of suffering. You see, Jesus was always so obedient to the Father. He did not deserve this cup. This cup did not have to fall on him, except it had to, to rescue you and me. It had to, to rescue a world of sinners who would not be willing to serve God, but whom God would be willing to serve. This Monday, Thursday, we once again marvel at how Jesus goes forward. He's instituted the Lord's Supper. He's gone to the garden, and he will continue to go forward to trial, to suffering, and to death. It was a cup of suffering that he bore in our place. With that same mindset of Christ, we can face any danger, any attack. We know, Father, your will be done. Your will has set me free from my sin. Your will has been to take my cup of suffering, Jesus. I want my God's will to be accomplished, if that's his will. We pray. Lord, we thank you that though we are not willing to bear suffering to any degree, our sinful flesh is weak. You have given us your spirit that we might follow you. Help us to see the suffering that Jesus willingly bore, that he drank our cup of suffering because he desired our freedom more than anything else. Let this be our joy and our hope, now and forever. Amen. Join with me this Monday, Thursday, as we confess together the Christian faith. We'll use the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. 
I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Israel, awaken your might. You sit among the cherubim, shine forth your light. You lead Joseph like the flock with power divine. Come to save us and restore us, cause your face to shine. Come to save us and restore us. We join in praying. Father in heaven, just as your Son lifted his eyes toward you on the night of his passion, we confidently approach you in his name as this day draws to a close. I lift up my eyes to the hills. My help comes from the Lord. As priest and Passover lamb, he prayed that his sacrifice, soon offered on the cross, would be acceptable to you and would result in his glory and our salvation. We give you praise that, having finished the work you gave him to do, you answered his prayer. At the the name name of Jesus, Jesus, every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. As ascending advocate, he prayed for the disciples who believed his word and remained in the world. Preserve your saints here and in every place who bear your name through baptism. Though they are still in the world, 
keep them from becoming of the world, and protect them from its hatred. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Bless the instruction of the young, as you used the Passover celebration to teach Israel's youth. Bless our frequent celebration of Holy Communion as opportunity and incentive to teach our children that they may soon share in, in it with us. Whenever we eat the bread and drink the cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Finally, as mediator for mankind, he prayed for those elect who are yet to be gathered. May the unity created by your word and expressed in your sacrament serve as a clear evidence to the world that Christ is in us just as you are in him. Keep us from divisive error, needless disputes, and calloused indifference. Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one loaf. Use the apostolic gospel wherever it is preached to create and sustain faith. Just as Jesus now sits in glory, bring us the and the full number of your chosen ones to the place where he has gone, which even now he makes ready for us. Our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. As he interceded for us then, we are confident that he intercedes for us now. Therefore we ask these things in his name, and pray as he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We'll sing the hymn, Blessed Be the Tie That Binds. Blessed be the tie that binds Our hearts in Christian love The fellowship of kindred minds is like to that above. Before our Father's throne, we pour our ardent prayers. Our fears, our hopes, our aims are one, our comforts and our cares. We share our mutual woes, our mutual burdens bear, and often for each other flows the sympathizing tear. When here our pathways part, we suffer bitter pain, yet one in Christ and one in heart, we hope to meet again. From sorrow, toil, and pain, and sin we shall be free, and perfect love and friendship. 
friendship reign through all eternity. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the, of the universe. You have poured out upon us your never-ending love by giving your Son, Jesus Christ, who was forsaken for us. Give us grace to know nothing except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Strengthen the ministry of your church to bring Jesus' love to all those for whom He suffered. For He lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our next hymn is Now the Day is Over. Now the day is over. Night is drawing nigh, shadows of the evening steal across the sky. Jesus, give the weary calm and sweet Psalm 88 O Lord, the God who saves me, by day I cry out, by night I cry before you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry. What wondrous love is this, O my soul, O my soul? What wondrous love is this, O my soul? Indeed, my soul has had its fill of troubles, and my life has arrived at the grave. I am treated like those who go down to the pit. I am like someone without strength. I am turned loose with the dead. I am like the slain who lie in the grave, like the ones you do not remember anymore, like those who are cut off from your hand. You have put me in the lowest pit, in dark places, in the depths, your wrath presses against me. You have battered me with all your breakers. What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul, O oh my soul? What wondrous love is this, O oh 
You have distanced my acquaintances from me. You have made me repulsive to them. I am shut in and cannot get out. My eyesight grows dim from affliction. I call to you, O Lord, every day. I spread out my hands to you. Is it for the dead that you do a miracle? Do the spirits of the dead rise up and praise you? Is your mercy declared in the tomb, your faithfulness in decay? Is your wonderful work known in the darkness? Is your righteousness known in the land of forgetfulness? But I cry to you, O Lord, and in the morning my prayer comes before you. Why, O Lord, do you reject my soul? Why do you hide your face from me? I have been afflicted. I have been close to death since my youth. I have endured your terrors. I am in despair. Your rage has swept over me. Your terrors have destroyed me. All day long they surround me like water. They have battered me completely. You have distanced my loved one and my friend from me. My only friend is darkness. We recall how the Lord was abandoned by all his disciples this night, as we anticipate the next part of our three-day service. Join us 6 p.m. on Good Friday and 9 a.m. on Easter Sunday. find the service folders for these services, visit rockofages-payson.com. I would like to thank Chris Dreisbach and the Branches Band for allowing us to use their music, and also the children of Rock of Ages for sharing their voices. God bless your night in His rest.